welcome to episode six, I think, of WTF is UX. I'm Matt Bloom Carlin. I'm Danny Rodzinski. And we are two master's students studying human computer interaction and design at Indiana University. And today we are joined by a fellow member of our cohort, Sarah Skurdick. Hello. Hi. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you. You're our first ever recurring guest. Yeah. Oh, wait, is Andy? Uh,. Yeah, sorry. Andy was oh, on sorry. You're our <laughs> second <laughs> ever recurring guest. That's still good. I'll though. take two. I'll take yeah, two. <laughs> yeah. Just dishonorable, almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here going into uh, the halfway point of the semester. Yeah. And we're pretty much halfway. You know, we're still around, which is good. Yeah. Nobody's died that I know of. <laughs> Nobody important has died. <laughs> I was gone this weekend, so I can't confirm that. But. Yeah. I haven't actually done the head count. So <laughs> who knows? It's possible. Anyway, yeah, so you worked at Sapien Nitro over the summer, right? I was at Sapien Nitro in Boston. Awesome. Our last office. So we tend to just like talk about internships a little bit here, get yeah, your general opinion on your experience. Stuff. Any nuggets of wisdom you might have picked up there? Um, well, I know listening to some of the people that have been on before, that some of the people that were maybe at bigger corporations had more struggles. Um, Sapien's an agency, so... Um, <laughs> had some struggles. <laughs> being the whole UX team <laughs> was a struggle, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, but no, I mean, Sapien's a big agency. A lot of... Um, I got to work with a lot of really interesting designers, really smart people, great mentors. Uh, it was a really, really great experience. Awesome. Cool projects. That's awesome. You're just saying that to get that. Yes, yeah, I yeah, just <laughs> really want them to give me a job. <laughs> no, it, it was, it was, it was cool, and the I I really appreciate. It's a big. They have a big UX team, even for an agency that size. It's usually I think ten to fifteen or oh so people. They have almost thirty UX designers. Wow. So wow, it was yeah. a lot I of. Could, I could have taken a few. <laughs> no, <I was> just <laughs> say you... Send a few over. You have thirty. <laughs> Some few. extra UX designers yeah. over there. Um, but it was a lot of different design styles, a lot of different people to learn from. So that was that nice. was kind of my favorite part about it was seeing what different people did. What were um, some of the backgrounds people had? Did you ask them about like, did most people have a master's degree or was it sort of like random haphazard? It seemed kind of mixed. Um, there were a few people that I worked with that were only a couple years older than me that um, it was out east. So a lot of Carnegie Mellon graduates. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And a lot of them nerds. graduated. Yeah, nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> it seemed like a lot of them studied either industrial design or um, some product design. Okay. But a lot of industrial designers or design backgrounds. Oh, um, a few people that have moved from visual design. It was kind of a mix. Okay. Um, my main supervisor mentor, he was in his early 30s, I think. He studied uh, social sciences, though, in undergrad oh, and okay. moved into UX design hey, from that. Uh, kind of like... Yeah. We're all doing so that was encouraging, but a, a mix though. And and so the industrial designers, did you were they doing industrial design too, or was it that they had just transitioned they had into more UX? Transitioned okay. into UX. Like some of them did um, cool like design projects on the side, okay. um, like designing people's houses and stuff. But oh, within cool. Sapien, it was mostly okay. it was UX. So in the agency, did you get to work on a lot of different stuff, or did I mean maybe not as an intern, but yeah. were were they, did they have their like hands in a lot of different projects all at once? So. Yeah, it's very, very mixed. I mean, it's a lot of um, bank, financial, instit- like those, and medical. Those kind yeah. of seem to be the two big ones where those companies make their money. And then, but mm. the project I worked on was for Dunkin' Donuts, one of the main ones. And then I worked on one for yeah. a bank quite a bit. <laughs> um, there were a lot of banks, actually, now that I'm going through different wow. things I did. But mm. it's random stores. Um, L.O. Bean's a big client. It's out east. So that's. One of the big stores that's not as big out here, but 
Okay. But yeah, very mixed fields. And so that's, I think it was, it was interesting to see how UX plays into all of those. And yeah, that's, that's, cool. that's, that's a really cool mm-hmm. Different kinds of users, that kind of thing. Yeah, I talked to a couple ad agencies when I was still hunting for my internship, and it just seemed neat that they get to do so, mm-hmm. such a variety of stuff. Yeah. And some really interesting stuff, like outside of just interface design and app design and stuff. Like, yeah, it's really, it's kind of, I mean, I definitely did like plenty of, um, just wireframing mm-hmm. lots of time spent in Axure, um, just <laughs> moving boxes around. Was, but was Axure your, your weapon of choice or was that sort of dictated by the, I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess kind of one of the disadvantages <laughs> of working with a big team, um, is that everybody had their own tool. So every yeah. project I worked on, like my main mentor supervisor, he used Axure for the project that he was on. So I used Axure for that project. The um, Dunkin' Donuts project was, that was actually only a little bit of my time. It was just among interns. The other, there were six other interns in different fields and the seven of us got to put together a client presentation for Dunkin'. And um, for that, I used Sketch because I wanted it to be a little more high fidelity because we were making a video with the prototype. Um, I used, I opened Balsamic once to do one quick thing. Um, I used quite a bit of InDesign. Yeah, it looks so cartoony. It's super (laughs) easy to use, but everything looks so... Like I drew it, which yeah. I could just draw it. So yeah, I don't know. Exactly. A lot of people yeah. love balsamic, though. I could just sketch this. Is balsamic yeah. the one that uses Comic Sans? Kind of. It's not Comic Sans, but it looks there. I kind of like a smiley the whole face. Tool was Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's, it's like if you took Axure or Sketch and just like, what is the Comic Sans version of this? And they're like, oh yeah, it's balsamic. I, mean, that's, I feel it's like that's, that's their design core. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's supposed to look like a sketch so that it's not super high fidelity. Yeah. So I get, or I get why people like it, but at the same time, I just, I, I there's so many that I had to use. Um, a lot of people used InDesign just for mockups, oh, like when we were just doing box things, they would throw in an InDesign. So I got more InDesign experience. Nice. So. No, me neither. Not until the summer. I wonder if maybe that's a CMU thing because now that I'm thinking about it, all the people that I did that with were people that went to CMU. So we were actually uh, talking a bit about the new Adobe Comet that's going out. That video that they released looks really cool. Yeah, if it actually can accomplish like all the things it sets out to do, yeah. Be pretty sweet. If oh, it yeah, it'd just be really cool to have that tool within the Adobe. Mm-hmm. If you could just use Illustrator, too. And... yeah, because I I love Sketch. Don't get me wrong; like, you can crank some stuff out and Sketch, and like yeah. it, it can be really high fidelity for how much time you put into it. But Illustrator is is still like an indispensable mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Really, you talked yeah. about like both, yeah, Photoshop and Illustrator. Mm-hmm. Like you, I always end up going back to those for at least something. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm working on something. Definitely. I think that could also be an interesting tool for kind of bridging some of the gaps between visual, visual and UX designers. Because mm. I know, I mean, I don't, I, every visual designer I've talked to or interacted with a lot, including the one we're working with for the eBay project, um, is she's just very illustrator. Like that's her main, main tool. Mm-hmm. So if mm. you can kind of take prototyping right into that and make and make that transition from what they're giving you to prototyping it that much easier. Yeah, I know Sketch is always working on easing the transition from illustrator to sketch and mm-hmm. even like transferring yeah. um, files and stuff but it, yeah it's still kind of a pain yeah. it's still kind of a pain one thing i do like about sketch is the sh- um the integrations with things like envision and other they're always it's, adding yeah, things like that that are nice cool. again not perfect but it's really yeah. nice that it, they're at least acknowledged available envisions is always doing great stuff well, I, mm-hmm. like. I think i think envision's really interesting too because like they're it's not just like the 
like the actual product, but mm -hmm. like they have all this design stuff around their actual product. So if you go on their website, you can get like all these like in-person interviews they did with the designers at different places yeah. that are actually like really cool. Very and, in depth. Uh, I remember during my summer internship, I would get emails from Envision and it would just be like, hey, here's an update from the week. And I'd be like, all right, I'll just click it. And it was like actually interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's like, you just shared some relevant shit with me. I like their weekly newsletter. It's one of the only weekly newsletters I actually yeah. enjoy getting. <laughs> Normally and I'm like, oh, this is spam. spam. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's actually good. Envision's yeah. interesting. It's like a company run by designers. At least this is how it seems to me. Yeah. It's a company run by designers for designers. Mm -hmm. So there's like a ton of attention to detail and stuff that I don't think you'd really appreciate if this wasn't. Yeah. your field but since they're making tools for people in this field but also that sort of come from this field yeah. like at the same time it's it's really interesting yeah no cool stuff. I when agree. i started using sketch that was all of their video they have all these quick sketch tip videos and that's i just watched a bunch of them and it was yeah. super super easy yeah. to get into it's like an hour there's like an hour of videos at least when i did it i would just watch like an hour of videos on sketch mm -hmm. and i was like oh i pretty much know how to use this yeah. I'm blanking on the designer's name, but it's like a designer with glasses and he does these quick tip videos Ooh, and they're super bad. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about 40% of them. Yeah. yeah it's probably more. Yeah. He yeah, always, no, he wears a no, scarf no. in his Twitter photo. I can't remember his right. name. <laughs> it's also, it yeah. down to like 50%. Yeah. Glasses, scarf. Okay. Glasses, scarf. That's just a designer. You're just describing <laughs> a designer. <laughs> but, um, how is Boston? I really liked Boston. I hadn't been out east at all before, okay. so I really liked the East Coast. I feel like everybody in our cohort wants to We're go all out west. And, We're yeah. all afraid of like winters yeah. and yeah. Yeah. being cold. I really miss the winter if, it, if I have to move somewhere without it. You're going to miss it? Yeah. No, me too. All I right. like. You I guys like... enjoy the East Coast. I'll go to San Francisco. It's like, Austin. I'll take Austin. I'll take... Yeah. I'm good. You know, winter, I'm good. You know, winter, I... I'm good. <laughs> So I, you have to give us a full weather report of that's, Boston. That's the, oh yeah, that's yeah. The new thing we're doing. How was the weather? <laughs> full weather report. It yeah. um, was actually really. It didn't. I was nervous because I didn't have AC there, um, and it didn't get hot until end of July. It was oh, per, nice. it was really perfect weather. I'm sure it's going to be freezing for them this summer when or this winter when I won't be there. But yeah, um, <laughs> they might get the, seven feet of snow. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. Their yeah their summers are really manageable though. I mean it was hot like a normal okay. summer, but not. It's not the same humidity that it is here though. It's humid but not, and what, not that same uh, gross humidity that indiana gets what part of like the 18 various towns and random things that have been <laughs> smashed into boston, boston did you live in <laughs> i oh, tried so and newton and this thing and that i thing. tried so hard to learn them all and people have asked me where i've been and i'm like i have no idea i just walked around a lot i didn't have a car there obviously you don't need one um i took the train everywhere but on weekends i would just walk in a direction until i like ended up somewhere and then i would sit and read a book yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like I, I realized one day i was right next to mit i was like oh cool i made it to mit yeah. i can say i've been here yeah. <laughs> this is a place like, i know i walked around there too my sister I used to live in Boston. I oh. walked around MIT and I was like, ooh. Yeah, ooh. It's a, it's a school people know. Um, I lived on BU's campus. They actually have intern housing. Um, oh, I had to like send them my letter um, from Sapient and I had to move. I couldn't move in until the day before my internship and I had to move this out. This all came the together after. sort of at the. <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, this just came really quickly. I learned very quickly how important alumni connections can be. <laughs> so okay. I emailed um, Michael Hardy. Um, he's an alum of ours. He graduated, I think, in 2012 or 2013. Okay. Um, he's been at Sapient for a few years, and I emailed him. I was like, "Can you give my name to the internship people?" And, and then they all they called me a couple of weeks later, and 
happened very quickly. <laughs> yeah, nice. well, it's good that you found a place. Yeah, to be. yeah it was a great fit. And Although my sister company. used to uh, work with like the homeless population, uh, so she might know some good haunts had you not find <laughs> found like a, a place to actually live. <laughs> She's yeah. gonna help me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was because well, at first too, this I bridge is really good. <laughs> I was trying to find a place um, that would let me bring my dog, and then I realized that was just totally unrealistic. Uh, what do you do with your dog? Uh, she stayed with my parents for uh, the summer. I'm mom will honestly just wants to keep her so that's like <laughs> that's fair yeah it's still probably cheaper than that uh tent in palo alto that we saw uh, <laughs> that it wouldn't did you see that, Wait, what oh, is when, that? when evan was looking for places um at oh. palo alto he found a place on was it on craigslist it, it on had craigslist. to it's either craigslist or airbnb it was like it was it was a tent that some guy was renting out for a few hundred like 1200 bucks a month yeah <laughs> And in the description it said you get one shower a day and like I think that you could run an extension cord out of the tent or something from his house. That's so crazy. Yeah, dude. That's ridiculous. And then you wonder why I'm not super keen on uh, moving to San Francisco. That's, I just, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I guess it's where everything is for our field. Yeah. But a lot of it. Yeah. Well, a lot of it. But there's so... money would be rough for sure. Hopefully, like money hopefully they're gonna pay us real money that'd, yeah, just, I mean, that'd be cool you'd hope yeah. make it up i can you. live in like at least like a three-person tent <laughs> <laughs> i'd like a more than two-person tent it's like, <laughs> it's like, like, high yeah. it's like <laughs> the option for more than one shower a day if i need it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like shower I only shower once a day but i like the option to Maybe know I that i can negotiate <laughs> I mean, they are running out of water there, so... That's true. Maybe that's why. Yeah. He's just trying to conserve. <laughs> kind of doubt that's why, but... I very much doubt be. that's why. No. Um, yeah, we can, Yeah, design. Uh, other things about design. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we finished up that Intel project. We had to work, do... Yeah. A project with the Intel RealSense 3D camera, which yeah. I was not aware of until the project started. No. But it was interesting because it was kind of like reverse design in my opinion because you got a technology and had to figure out something to do with it as opposed to having a problem and then identifying a solution and then like yeah so it was it was almost problem hunting it was almost looking at mm -hmm. yeah we we had a lot of difficulty Mm -hmm. we did a lot of concepting yeah. into things that didn't work out or make sense like oh, it, just pages of ideas that yeah. sitting in meetings that's that on sense. the wall behind you is actually just some oh. as many ideas as i could think of because you're just thinking about like what context could i put this in mm-hmm. where it'd be useful i was so close to designing a smart bridge like we were just a it was like bridge? it was like the middle of last week and we just nothing was coming together and we were, we were this close to just doing a smart fridge that would use the a real sense camera to tell what was in the fridge. Hey. <laughs> I thought you said a smart bridge, and no. I was like, hey, smart bridge. I'm trying to think how this no, like a use. smart refrigerator that would let you know when you were putting things in and taking things out, and yeah. then you could open up an app on your phone while you're at the grocery store, and the real sense camera could tell you what's in. That's not bad. Everything. Why yeah. didn't you? Well, for IDP, both Evan and I Flash were on the fridge teams. <laughs> Oh, okay. That designed the oh, very, so very like, unfortunate. It was more of like a novelty issue. Yeah, we designed very unfortunate fridges, and we just we felt like morally as designers, we couldn't go back to designing smart fridges. <laughs> Someone <laughs> is gonna make an awesome smart fridge, fridge someday. Yeah. And it also seemed yeah. very low hanging fruit. It just everything yeah. we were coming up with that we felt like was really creative. Like we we would come to meetings and be like, guys, I have the idea, yeah. and then Will would get on his computer and be like, nope, already exists. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we had a Real really great idea, it. like very unique and stuff, and then realized that Sarong actually. Already, yeah, I was in class like that day. Oh did. yeah, that was, was like, oh, oh shit. 
Yeah. No, we had the, I think we had the same issue where it's like we were struggling so hard to find anything novel. Like, yeah. what novel thing can we do with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we, we were like doing car stuff initially, and we we're like, ah, this is all, like, you can all do this with other yeah. stuff. I mean, your final design was really simple, but the, like, people screening movies and needing to know reactions of people is a real need. Like, that's yeah. something that those people that would put that camera in front of them want. And so. Yeah, hopefully we did think, something yeah. that was useful, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or at least, if not useful, at least novel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, really, was, that's my hope. That's the order at least, of priorities. At least it doesn't, like, I hope know. it doesn't exist already. Yeah. 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 I did some research and it didn't seem to didn't exist. exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's well. The problem we were having too is that they did all those competitions already, where people came up with these spec videos. So even if they were in very low stages, we didn't want to do things that maybe they had heard of already. I don't know. I, I like what we came up with though in our final iterations and the wireframes that Will made were great. What so was your we, final idea? We did um, like using the real sense uh, as a way to 3D scan uh, crime scenes for cops and putting oh, it so you could put it yeah, on a drone. Yeah, a very and, similar idea. Yeah. I think that's a cool But space. what's cool about the real sense is because they already have a lot of technologies if um, places can afford them that will do a 3D model that mm-hmm. they can use. But what the real sense can do is it can identify individual objects. So if you had like in our video we had just like a knife on the ground like if you had like it could recognize it can't tell this is a cup but it can tell the cup isn't part of the table so the officer could click on it in the 3d model and name it and place it in evidence and it can tell you um how long or how big things are Mm -hmm. it's able to tell depth and it can tell how far away things are in real distance so it could say like this is this far away from the window this is this far away from i'm glad you told me that it can identify objects because that was like (laughs) crucial to our design i don't think i I ever actually checked that i was i was just thinking you should already know that because your design hinged on that too (laughs) yeah that was easier to say that like oh shit Lucked out on that, <laughs> that one. Yeah, no, it, it has the ability to tell. It does. It can't can it, tell what things are, but it can tell what things aren't the same object. If that okay. Can you just detect cool. crime before it happens? Yeah, it's, actually, report. we were it's describing it to one of. <laughs> we were describing it to someone in the studio because we ran our presentation. Um, we turned ours in um, kind of close to five, so we were running our presentation by a lot of people to make sure that it made sense. And when we were talking to someone, uh, they saw <laughs> it said the cops in the front. They're like, "Oh, so you're using the real sense to take photos of every room in existence, so that." You can tell exactly what it looks like later. <laughs> so if a crime's ever committed, you can reference the original photo. I was like, how no. would that possible? How would that be possible? How did your brain jump to that's that? an ambitious project? <laughs> Google everything. Like, for you. It was like Google. Yeah, it was Google Maps for everything. Right. <laughs> was their for idea. Literally every object in the world. There's only. So, like, really like it becomes your citizen. It becomes your citizen <laughs> duty to take a photo of it. <laughs> How many objects are there in the world? (laughs) Someone with math skills figured this out. Is it more than a trillion? It's probably more. It depends if you consider it an object, I guess. I have no idea. Is a tree an object? We've gotten way off track here. (laughs) These are the important questions. This is like a shower thoughts podcast now. We've gotten way off track. (laughs) Do you consider a tree an object? (laughs) We need Eric for this podcast. Is there there a shower thoughts podcast? That's kind of a good idea. (laughs) I can't think of one. All right. We'll we'll talk about this after this podcast. Speaking of shower thoughts, this is sort of related to design. (laughs) I saw a shower thought on Reddit the other day and it was, I think they're making a new Steve Jobs movie every two years because Apple, <laughs> Apple fans are already used to buying the same thing in a different package every two years anyway. I was like, ouch. 
What? It, it, is, it is super weird, though, because, yeah, I mean, they just made that one with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Like, that not, got terrible reviews, though. It was really bad. It was really yeah, bad. You know I'm good at just making it, like, make a new Dude, one. that's what they do with Hulk. Like, every two years, they it just remake true. the Hulk, and it's always bad. It's, it's always bad. It's, why yeah. can't they get it right? <laughs> I don't know. The Hulk's one of my favorite superheroes, and they're just so bad. All of that. Like, it's such an easy story. It's not a difficult origin story. It's yeah, so basic. It's just a it's, giant green monster that smashes shit. Yeah. You think Steve Jobs would be pretty easy to make a movie about, too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I haven't heard, I've heard mixed things about the movies, but I've, the movie, the Steve Jobs, um, but the I've, I've heard, yeah, yeah, but I've only heard good things about the script, and that's why I really want to see it. I've heard this, the script is fantastic, like it's one of Sorkin's best, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I'll yeah, definitely see it. We were debating having a big group of designers go together, so it's funny that you mentioned that, because it's like, just playing into that stereotype. <laughs> it's such a, yeah. That, I'm upset with Apple, though, this week. That mouse is just... Oh, the mouse Wait, is so great. I don't know about Have you not seen the new Apple mouse? What? The, there's a new Apple mouse, and the genius, quote-unquote, behind it is that it's a rechargeable battery, but the plug is on the bottom of the mouse. Yeah, so if, if this is like the, mu- <laughs> like the part that you put on the table, so you can't use the mouse while you charge while the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did look into it a little more, though. Not that this makes it any better, because it's still stupid as hell. But apparently, it's only like a three-minute charge. It's a two-minute like charge. Nine hours yeah. of use or uh, something like that. But it's still dumb. Just put the fucking plug on the front. Yeah. The front. Or do if, if you're really gonna make it magic, do wireless charging and have like something yeah. in the computer itself that can wirelessly charge or the a mouse. Pad that can or yeah, just give me a mouse. That pass. seems extremely easy. Oh yeah. yeah. Apple hasn't done anything like truly innovative. In we like haven't done five that, years. Yeah. Though, My so. guess is that they just wanted it looking very like sleek. Oh, that's one hundred percent why. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, one hundred percent aesthetics over functionality yeah. there. But I just at a certain point, I need to look at tired. Of Does that. it look good at least? Is it? It looks, looks exactly, exactly like, like the, the old one. one. Oh. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> the new um cool. the actual Can you right can you uh yeah, can you right click? I mean theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> like you could probably figure it out, but I could buy that mouse for my parents and I'll never figure out how to right click on it. So <laughs> most people won't be able to right click. <laughs> for a while it was terrible trying to right click, especially on Windows, which I use a lot mm-hmm. for gaming and stuff. But it's, I don't know if they had like a firmware update or some sort of software update that it seems much better now. Do you have the original one? I have the original okay. Magic Mouse, yeah. yeah. That's, I... Definitely not the best piece of hardware I've ever used. But <laughs> it's right. Yeah, no, I mean, my external mouse is crappy, but I think it cost me $10, so yeah. I can't be that upset about it. Yeah, that's... that's I just easy. use the through RealSense camera. To <laughs> I gesture control my computer, because that's practical. Dude, you're just mean... all about this minority report stuff. Like oh, yeah. Precogs yeah. and uh-huh. error gestures. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. I love that. You have, like... <laughs> No more it's probably good for your get your shoulders all loose from playing on the computer and you have to <laughs> wiggle your arms in the air. Yeah, that's, I don't even, I just that's why I play video games so I can also work out. At the same yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. I want the video games to be as much effort as possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why everyone plays video games because exactly. they'd really rather be working out but just don't have the options. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no. that's the one thing about gesture interfaces. Like, anything that you ever have to do for any extended period of time, it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like a job, for example. Yeah, and I, it's so hard to design an account for disabilities when you're doing anything with gesture-based mm-hmm. controls. Mm. Like, you pretty much can't mm. account for someone who doesn't have arm movement if you're designing for arm movement. Yeah, but that makes mm. sense. Well, I mean, also it's just like, why? Like, <laughs> most of the time like it's un- it looks cool yeah that's pretty much it I feel yeah like. no i mean it's like, like it's it very sci-fi cool. and stuff yeah yeah i actually 
actually just heard about this book. Uh, it's called Make It So Interaction Design Lessons from Science Fiction. Oh, and cool. it's pretty cool. They were talking about it on 99% Invisible. I don't know if either of you I'm guys behind on that, to that but, podcast. Yeah. But uh, it's, I obviously don't own it. It's like 40 bucks on my wish list. <laughs> uh, I think it's just a lot of things like uh, they had the guys that wrote it on 99% Invisible. And they actually, one of the big things they did was check the like dominant color for every interface in sci-fi movies like by decade blue yeah blue yeah (laughs) the title of the episode was actually like the color of sci-fi is blue or something like that Uh, yeah Yeah. i was just in my mind i was like i better yeah 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 like i think you could guess that most of the time without even really thinking about it but uh yeah but it was interesting so i'm probably gonna grab it i'll have to share it with the cohort that is Mm -hmm. weird that is blue i don't know it just looks Looks, looks futury. Yeah, yeah. Looks I was gonna say blue aesthetically looks good on film. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, but also, I was looking at something. Blue is one of the only colors I'm remembering. I was looking at something what all the colors um, symbolize to like most people when they look at them, and pretty much every social media is blue because it's trust. Like it, yeah. it signifies trust to people, and so. Wow. I think every single LinkedIn, social media Twitter, except Reddit Facebook. is blue, or is not blue. That's funny because literally right before we started recording this, I was looking at uh, someone put all the icons for every like big company and their hex code like for the color mm-hmm. and i was just like They're some all... of them are a little different than i would have originally thought like i thought reddit was just straight up um red but mm-hmm. it's like an orangish red it's interesting seeing that huh. oh i was wondering what you were looking at there but uh, yeah yeah so it's kind of interesting we need to make show notes so I can include links to all these. No, we can't. We can just uh, <laughs> yeah, we could. I'm sure we can figure something. Sure, just add the, com- that, right? the comments or. Are you guys planning things. to move the podcast to iTunes, or are you just? Uh, they actually have an RSS feed built into mm-hmm. SoundCloud, but we're kind of running out of room because it's not really made for a yeah, thirty-five minute. Yeah. Episode, yeah, we're just having a meeting about the podcast on air. Yeah, right? I'm so sorry. don't worry about it. <laughs> I guess I'm, it's a very meta podcast discussion. Yeah. I think I mean it's something we uh, we want to do it, um, and I think it's just figuring out when we have time to do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe so, Thanksgiving and break. I think there's a thing where like that. once you when you first release a podcast, it like shows up and new and noteworthy mm-hmm. or can show up there, yeah. and then after like three weeks, it disappears from there. So like, so they're saying that you should have a lot of episodes stored up so you can like hammer it in while you're still there, yeah. so you can get like yeah. that, get yeah. that attention. Because yeah. obviously, we need to get sponsored by PBR. That is the sole reason. <laughs> That's the reason we do the podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like sketch. We have real. Maybe Andrew could throw us some money too. We talk about both of those all the time. If we yeah. have real goals here. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Naturebox literally sponsors every podcast. Yeah, so no, Squarespace, Squarespace literally sponsors. Oh, Squarespace. And we all use Squarespace for our portfolio. Yeah. So you yeah, can actually, yeah. probably. It's like, well, we should We've reach got out. a cohort of 50 people that needs to use your product every year. Yeah. They just, they just charged me again. So Squarespace is very heavy on my mind. Uh, I don't even know how you go about getting a podcast sponsor. If we started know. this, what, a year and a half ago now yeah. almost? I'd never... <laughs> would have even considered that yeah i think i don't even consider that we'd be doing it (laughs) it's great you guys are still doing it really long time to do something it's probably the longest i think we talked about this it's like the longest i've ever done like a thing (laughs) besides like school school. we've been schooling for a while yeah i've been schooling for 20 some odd years yeah (laughs) been in school for 19 years straight i think too fucking long yeah some time off there 
Makes yeah. you appreciate school a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I'm not anti-school. I just, I'm, I'm good after this year though. I think that's yeah. a long, like two decades is a long time <laughs> to spend in school cool. before you actually do anything like relevant yeah. for the world. Don't say that. <laughs> I was thinking about doctors. My dad was in school for like 32 years before yeah. he actually was. Oh, like and now, now you can like, do something. Now yeah. you can fix people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they should probably be in school for a while, but yeah. based on what their job is. Yeah. It's not just like a... Let's <laughs> go to like a two-year program. Yeah. Like doctor. Like, like they have UX boot camp. It's like 10 doctor weeks. Doctor boot camp. Here's your scalpel. Both. Get in there. I think we found a market. Believe in yourself. There's a there's an opening in that market. <laughs> sell sell Doctor Bootcamp. We need to rationalize Doctor Bootcamp. <laughs> well, and and I think Marty talks about like playing the whole game. So you know, like doctors always have to like learn stuff before they start operating on people. I say we just have people. They just start operating on people immediately, so they can really you know learn. You will very much yeah. learn from your mistakes if you yeah. murder yeah. someone while you're trying. You're to not going to forget about it. Oh, hey, that was his kidney. Oh, oh, I thought that like a other liver. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, put it back in. Anyone see my sandwich? Is this good? Anyone see my watcher? I think it was on your sandwich. I think it was on your sandwich. This podcast totally derailed like halfway through. Never got back on track. I'm a big fan of derailing. Oh, shit. So, sorry, you have to tell us um, the. Best thing you learned from your internship this summer? Yeah. The most important takeaway? Most, um, that's really hard to think yeah. about on the spot. <laughs> a um, single thing. One single thing? Yeah. It, it has to be 140 characters or less. Yeah. So I could have tweeted no, it. it um, <laughs> I. It can be like business oriented, design oriented. Yeah, I guess that. I guess I think the most valuable thing I, I learned from working at SafeAnt and the work that they let me do was how UX fits into a bigger structure. Because I think here we're just working with um, designers. Like yeah. all of us want to be designers. For we sure. all have very similar goals. And there I had the chance to work with um, sometimes on an intern level people that were aspiring to do other things as well as I had the chance to interact with all different people at the company. I also played on the company soccer team, so I made friends with oh, nice. quite a few people nice. in other parts of the company. So. It was a really good experience in learning not only how to become a better UX designer, but how to be a better UX designer on a team of people that don't know design. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you find you were started getting interesting interested in like solving company problems? <laughs> like engaging with like I don't know. For me it was like when I when I started like in the actual context of a company, there's like so many interesting problems that sort of emerge as a company is working mm-hmm. and like different aspects of that, like I found myself getting sort of interested in. Yeah. I mean, with an agency that's that big, there are definitely just inefficiencies that are kind of unavoidable in communication and those sorts of things. And I mean, yeah, I guess I wish I could have fixed them, but I don't even know where I would have yeah, no, started. Yeah, not, if that not makes that sense. I necessarily like, would know the solution. Yeah, just that's, that it, I guess, but it's, it was, it's, it's, it's sometimes frustrating because you work with these crazy smart people and you're like, why are we spending our time? doing this when we could be solving and talking about these bigger things, but we have to kind of just on a, for uh, logistics, do these smaller things. And it doesn't always make sense to you as an intern. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's interesting. Like looking at that sort of like the organizational level and and just like, how the hell does that work? Yeah. How do you, like, I mean, how do you even want to cover? Like that seems like on a smaller level, one cool thing. um, There was a little bit of, it was like one week of dead time between two projects um, that my, 
main supervisor was working on um, where all the tasks I was doing was kind of small. So they have a, um, they have, it's called um, Sapient, it's called Snap. It's something accelerate, it's Sapient Nitro Accelerator Prototyping. And it's, they were, they brought in a designer who, um, a few months ago, who Ex or his expertise is and he doesn't even call himself a UX designer. I think he calls himself an experience designer or I can't remember. He like okay. gave himself Not his own title. He's like one of those people that's yeah. powerful enough that like he gave an innovation catalyst. I think innovation no, it was catalyst. innovation designer. That's his that's his <laughs> name is innovation designer. Damn. Um but he has he doesn't even have a he had a desk actually, but he was never at it. He had like his own little he has a hoverboard. his own little room where he like would do like build <laughs> things out of wood and what? like like he was like actually bu building like physical prototypes mad, of things. The mad genius. Just, yeah, just, like, I need a wood block now. All right, get him a wood <laughs> block. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do with it, but he needs it now. Bring but me a smoothie. Do, he would do this project each year. And this was I, one of the, I talked to him a lot because I thought this was super interesting. Um, but he would bring, he would have these brainstorming sessions once a month where it would be for two hours. He would get a bunch of random people from the company. He'd just send out an email and then all these people would come in and he'd pick a, technology we'd pick randomly pick a technology in a user group and then we talk a bunch about that user group and that technology and brainstorm a bunch of ideas on like problems that this user group has and what this technology can do and then he would take a designer from the company and a developer either front end or back end developer and then they would build a thing what? based on we would like propose three main designs and then they would propose those to like the head people at sapient like the head of creative and the head of i guess it must have been the technical head i'm blanking on his title but um and then they would actually Innovation build the head. thing. So, like, they, they have a website, and they built, like, this giant thing that, like, pitches. And I don't even know. It was for – it was something to do with Duncan. I actually don't know what that one did because it was way before. So that's a bad example. But they built one, and it was, um, <laughs> it was like, a teddy – it was a teddy bear, and kids could use the – I think the technology was sensor sensors and um, – or something to do with body sensors. And you could put the – it would be, like, a bracelet you could put on a parent. And then if the parent traveled a lot, the kid could carry a stuffed animal, and the stuffed animal would – its heart would beat at the same rate as oh, the parent's heart. And it actually worked. Like, you could wear the bracelet, and somebody else could take the – and it used, it used infrared, uh, infrared sensors to communicate between the two. I have no idea how it worked. Um, but it was it was really – like actually building physical prototypes. That's pretty cool. Like, That's fascinating that they yeah. do that and that they have that guy and that I yeah. want his job. Job. Yeah. That's <laughs> but that's like they they really wanted to. They're trying to do because um, that's just because you were talking about um, like problems within a company yeah. and kind of in a big agency like that you have more waterfall solution like waterfall processes mm -hmm. because there's just you're working with these older companies and they want to make sure that you're going through all these processes. So it's a lot of like show a design to a client then they get back to you then two weeks later you have another big meeting and then they get uh, back to you so yeah. things take a long time and they're trying to introduce this more like rapid structure and that was kind of i think one of the ways of doing that but i got to sit in on one of the meetings and we talked about drones and it was drones and people that are really into cars so they developed this like <laughs> drone thing and they actually left before i i had to leave before i got to see the final build of it but it was really cool to see sitting on a brainstorming session with a bunch of people you don't know that all have really different backgrounds and really different ideas yeah, and then really like see them actually build the thing is kind of crazy. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. I'm glad we got to that. That's yeah. that was not 140 characters. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate that. That's... I was just joking. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's super I, cool. I picture all those people with jobs like that, and it's just like you ever watch The Office when Robert California shows up and he just like 
says he's CEO now. <laughs> and they just make him CEO. And like, I picture someone just walking in and be like, I'm the innovation catalyst. Like, okay, man, whatever. All right. <laughs> what do you need? That's, well, he started off as UX design and then like he, I think it was, it was innovation designer was the, his name change. And I remember him telling me that why he thought of himself more as an innovation designer. God. I didn't know that was a real That's thing. Awesome. I yeah. won that job, job. so That's, bad. Uh, for some designer hangouts. You got to learn how to yeah. do like actual physical prototyping which we're not, we're not learning we class 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 about to teach us this. <laughs> only we had a prototyping class that'd be really cool <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, dream i guess yeah anyway, that sounds like a good place to yeah. end yeah yeah that's a badass way to end yeah well thanks so much for being here that was awesome I'm the innovation designer sounds really yeah. cool Something yeah to keep in mind. maybe maybe i can get him for a hangout or ask him to virtually be yeah, on the podcast be awesome. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be sweet. Oh, but thank you guys for having me. This yeah, was a lot no, of fun. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks for maybe by. sometime you can be our first third. First third. Yeah, you can be our first yeah. third guest. Yeah. yeah. Prestigious. Prestigious. <laughs>